Welcome to Tweens to Teens Real Girl Christian Talk. I am your coach and mentor, Mel. I am always here to answer any of your questions you may have. Feel free to email me at fosteringtheinnerchild at gmail.com. So today we're going to actually talk about angels. Um, the Bible tells us in Revelations 5.11 that there are myriads of angels in heaven. Meaning we cannot possibly count how many angels are in heaven. That's crazy, right? I personally have yet to see an angel face to face. And I hope one day the Lord allows me um, to have such a wonderful experience. But I actually have seen an angel in a vision. Um, this it, God has a sense of humor because um, this, this angel uh, in my vision had these big sunglasses on, a big floppy hat, and was dressed in, um, a, it was a dress, and uh, no sleeves on the dress, and the angel was holding a, it would look like a Mountain Dew. Because when you're in, when you're like, in, have a vision, and this is the way it happens too when you're actually in heaven, if you've ever had a, uh, an experience going to heaven. Uh, what happens is that before you can think a question, it's already answered. It is really the oddest thing. But um, so in this vision, I am looking at this, and before I can even ask the question, my my question's already being answered. So I knew that it resembled a Mountain Dew, and in the background there was mountains. Okay, and I actually didn't know at the time that I was seeing. An angel I actually had to go to a mentor this is back when I was first learning and asked what I was seeing and what it didn't mean and she was um, a prophet and a seer so she instantly knew that, that that was an angel it was coming to me and she began to tell me what that meant and it what, what, what it meant was that there was going to be relaxation coming for my family and the um, the Mountain Dew re, um, actually meant like it's going to be refreshing moment in which honestly it was like three weeks later everything actually happened where because um, my husband worked out of town all the time so he never was home but on the weekends so he was able he was a uh, he was given a job to work from home permanently so just want to share that little tidbit there because I have had an angel um, in, in a closed vision. That's a closed vision is when you have your eyes closed and you see something that the Lord wants to show you or reveal to you. So, but um, there are very two well-known angels and you've probably heard of them, Michael and Gabriel. Uh, Michael is referred to as an archangel and we can look in Jude 1 verse 9 where Gabriel is referred to as the messenger. He delivers important messages to us. He delivered messages like the birth of John the Baptist, Zechariah, and Jesus to Mary. But there are other angels, and these angels go in rank. We can kind of look at it like a, an army rank from greatest to least in ranking. Okay, so they have the seraphim is the highest ranking angel and is known for how close they are to God and the role they play in the worship and praise 
you can look at that, um, and that is in Isaiah 6, 1 through 7. The seraphim surround God's throne and continuously proclaim His holiness and glory. Now here's the thing, do you want to know what they look like? <laughs> okay, you've probably seen it, or uh, some of this around, but um, seraphim have six wings. Two of them cover their faces, two of them cover their feet, and with the other two, they use them to fly. Kind of weird, huh? Um, and they continuously cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. That's what they constantly are singing, continuously, over and over and over. Okay, so the next angel we have is the cherubim. This angel acts also as a messenger, but they also guard God's glory and His presence. You can read the full story in Ezekiel chapter 10. But let's, let's talk about a scary looking angel, okay? <laughs> this is how the angel looks. So, so the cherubim have four faces, four wings, and wheels that sparkled like topaz. So they don't even have like legs or anything like that. They literally have wheels, which is very interesting. Um, you first learn about cherubim angels in Genesis, where God actually put the cherubim in charge of the Garden of Eden, and they guarded the way to the Tree of Life. Could you actually imagine seeing an angel like that? I mean, oh, <laughs> I don't know how I'd react. Uh, but I do, I do have a friend uh, who actually has seen angels. They came and visited him before um, a number of times. And he simply describes them as taller than your houses. Like he could only see their, their legs and feet. That's how tall they were. So, I mean, if you have 10 foot, 12, 15 foot ceilings in your house, then yeah, just imagine an angel being sticking, it's like half its body sticking out the roof of your house. That's crazy, huh? Um, I think I would be terrified, though, to see something so large. But then again, I bet the peace of God would come over me because the angels are not meant to harm. But it would be kind of cool to meet up with an angel, though. Not the one that's kind of terrifying, though, you know, with the the four faces and all that. Nah, nah. I don't think so. <laughs> um, so before I continue, I want to just make sure you understand that we do not worship, pray to, or direct, or we actually direct angels to help us, okay? So the Bible says the only way to God is through Jesus only. And uh, I know that there's a lot of, uh, I know that Catholics, they will, they pray to, uh, they don't, they, they believe in Jesus and everything, but they don't pray. They pray to the saints and things of that sort. But the Bible does tell us that the only way to God is through Jesus only. So just wanted to make sure that you knew that, that we never pray to angels or anything like that. And we actually don't ask or direct the angels to do things for us. We actually ask God to do that for us. So um, the Bible says in Psalms 91, 11 through 12, that we can ask God to send his angels to protect us when we need it. This is actually a prayer of mine that I've been doing for a long time. All I say is, Lord, please send your angels to protect me today in Jesus' name. Just simple like that. Um, 
In Hebrews 1.14 it says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Okay, who's going to inherit salvation? Me and you who believe in Jesus and have Jesus in our hearts. So they are there to um, to help us. Okay, And in Revelations 8, 3-4, the Bible describes angels bringing prayers to the altar. These prayers were from believers like you and me. Okay, In Daniel 10, 12-13, there was an angel that came to Daniel because of prayer he had been praying for. The angel said, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and humble yourself before God, your prayers were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of Persian kingdom resisted me twenty-one days. So what did it mean when the angel said, The prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me twenty-one days? So Daniel had been praying and praying and praying, but his prayer wasn't being answered. So that's when the angel came to tell him that his prayer was heard, but there was a spiritual battle that was un, was unseen, that had to be fought first before the prayer could be answered. So this Persian kingdom was actually a high-ranking demon. Demons love to work against our prayers, but the angels are always there fighting these demons, even though we cannot see them, okay? But the Bible tells us to never stop praying in our prayers and to keep on seeking Him. Our prayers are always heard, but more often than not, a demon is keeping our prayers from being delivered. I mean, not delivered, but um, to um, make sure that our prayers are answered, so, with that being said, never stop praying. Don't give up, okay? The Lord has heard you. I promise you that. Another quick little thing before I end here is I want to make sure that I tell you guys. Because this is a big thing. And people, especially young people, they, they like to play around with this. And this is just another form of witchcraft, okay? Since we're on the topic of angels, before I end this episode, I want to talk about angel cards. I, I know a lot of you are from different uh, countries like India uh, and Russia that listen to me and besides the United States, but over here in the U.S., we have what's called angel cards and it's typically sold at places like, uh, you know, Barnes and Noble. Um, I don't know if Five Below sells it. That's another American store. I'm not sure if they have it. Five below in other countries, but um, it's basically just a new age thing. It is, it it does not. These angel cards are like tarot cards. If you know what a tarot card is, this is similar to a tarot card. And um, all you are is speaking to demons. You are not speaking to angels. They're not giving you revelation. Um, it's just like there's a. A board out there similar to a Ouija board that is being sold and it's called the Holy Spirit board and all this all these things are are just uh, connections with the demonic realm they're never God if you want to have a spiritual uh, communication with God read your Bible that's how that's how you're gonna have revelation with God pray have a relationship with him that is where you're going to get 
um, signs, wonders, miracles, visions, dreams, and things of that sort. Stay away from the the um, the angel cards. T I'm telling you, they are demonic. They are not godly whatsoever. But anyways, guys, that is it for this episode. I just wanted to take the time and explain to you guys what the different types of angels are and what they do because I think it's pretty cool. And as always, if you have any questions, you can always um, email me at fosteringtheinnerchild at gmail.com with any questions you may have. I love it. You guys are great. I've already gotten like several emails for questions and I love it. Blessings and I will talk to you again on the next episode.